going on everybody today we're going to be rounding off our pax adventure for pax west 2023 as always i'm one of your hosts darren and with me have the boys justin what's good y'all deontay i'm alive and cameron i have slept so much but i could still sleep some more facts yeah, so this is uh this is coming post post packs now. We're gonna be talking about um day three Sunday. Uh it is now Tuesday because uh Sunday was so busy, so tiring, drunk, and then yesterday was travel and death. <laughs> so uh here we are, slightly more alive, still feeling the weekend, but how's it going, boys? It's going well, man. So sleepy. Day, day one of my recovery has taken place, and I feel better than I did yesterday, but I feel like there's still more recovery that needs to take place. Absolutely. <laughs> my voice is pretty much gone at some point, so if you guys hear me hit them high notes in between while I'm talking, you better not come for me. <laughs> How yes. are you feeling, sir? Man... My left calf hurts. <laughs> I'm walking with a limp right now. It's just specifically the left calf that I like put too much pressure on it. It's just like, ow, Charlie horse, Charlie horse, Charlie horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, and nobody, nobody has Pax Pox, right? We all managed to escape that. I, I, I heard that statement going around, the, the phrase Pax Pox. Yeah. I thought I just want to make sure that none of us, whatever that is, <laughs> making My. sure that we're all in the clear, right? <laughs> My health in that sense, I'm good. No sniffles, good. no coughing, no nothing. It's just my body hurts. <laughs> I yeah. mean, my, my voice is gone, but I don't know if that could be attributed to, like, you know, just the, the talking, yeah, the alcohol, the, the, or the talking. Exactly, the talking, the <laughs> exactly. alcohol, the talking, or just pox. I don't know which one, but, like, yeah. Uh, but, so, like I said, we're going to round off our final day at PAX. Um, some games we got to try out. Even though it, we that was, like, our lightest day in form of scheduling stuff somehow it ended up just just passing by in the blink of an eye holy crap yeah i don't even remember a lot of sunday bro like everything was just kind of a blur but from what uh we do remember um so we had a chance to go back over and um play and interview um Jimmy Spencer over at uh, Studio uh, Camille, uh, who once again got picked up by PM Studios um, Congratulations. for Cricket. Yes, for Cricket, um, Jay's very peculiar, Jay's peculiar game. <laughs> Jay's um, really peculiar really peculiar game. game. Excuse me, J- JRPG. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, had to talk with Jimmy. About, I, uh, I hate that. <laughs> you love it. I hate it's, that I, it was so it was much. it was purposeful as well, and I love it. I hate yeah. that so much. Um, but it was so good talking to Jimmy again. Um, we got a chance to speak with him briefly um, while Justin was away playing Demio at the time. Uh, me and Cam just had stumbled across his uh, his table and tried out his game, liked the art style. Jimmy's a cool dude. Good conversations. And so uh, mm-hmm. we got to officially um, interview him on his game. And so the interview will be coming out um, soon as well. So look forward to that. Um, but overall, it's, it was an expanded demo. Um, how'd you like it, Cam? I really liked it. So they, they had um, sort of three demos um, 
to check out. One was the original one that we checked out at PAX West last year. Um, and then they had a hard mode um, that was all brand new content. And then also a sort of like free play mode where you could go around and check out a lot of the new content without some sort of like having to get into some of the story elements. So I checked out the hard mode um, and yeah, it's really fun. Um, I got to check out two more new characters that I don't believe were there last year. Um, one character in particular was super interesting because um, she uh, essentially channels um, her attack power through watermelons. Oh, and she, and <laughs> she has like different elemental uh, watermelon. So there's like a lightning watermelon, a fire watermelon, um, and then also a, a water, water uh, a watermelon. <laughs> I was going to say a water watermelon, but no, a watermelon. Um, so she was super cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a fun game. I really like the, the individuality between all of the different characters and how... Absolutely. How as you're even playing as a different character in your party, even the text changes as well. So the the text on the HUD um, that shows like what attacks you're going to use and stuff, that all changes. And yeah, that the text, te dialogues, descriptions, whenever it's on each individual character, all of that text is different based on that character. Uh, I was going to say water, watermelon sounds like a devil fruit. It, it does, huh? <laughs> <laughs> the water, watermelon. Mizu, mizu no mi. But yeah, this game is really cool. It has so much heart. Um, but from a Game Boy, a Game Boy, a gameplay standpoint, um, the things that for me sort of stood out, uh, even though it is a turn-based, uh, it has a turn-based combat system, there are still sort of elements where you are able to attack in real time. So whether that's starting the battle by running in and headbutting um, the enemies so that they miss their first turn, or sort of the the rhythm aspects where you have to uh, a, a circle will move into another circle and you having to hit the attack button right on that and if you get mm -hmm. perfect timing it does more damage or if you do that when the enemy is attacking um, then you can potentially block or parry an attack so negate some to all of the damage that's coming your way um, or the system that sort of you're able to use to either buff your attacks or slow down time so that you can see the rhythm of an enemy's attack and learn it um, it's just a lot of systems. And when you guys uh, listen to the interview, you'll sort of listen to him, how he talks about all of those systems interacting with one another. Um, but really good, man. The sound design is amazing. Um, the gameplay is amazing. The story is amazing. And I don't want to ruin the interview, so I won't get into it. But mm -hmm. sort of his inspiration behind this story is also a really very amazing. personal place. Very super personal. It's very personal and it's relatable. Um, even with the little bit of dialogue that um, we did get a chance to see through the demo that Cam was playing. Like some things it's like, okay, this is kind of hitting person. Like it's hitting close to home because every it's emotions that everybody goes through and experience so it can be it's this is going to be a very interpersonal story for a lot of people once they play it i, I was mm -hmm. able to jump on it a little bit after um i believe after cam did um and i'll just i didn't play too much of it more than you guys did so i'll just put in you know my little two cents or whatever but i, I very much enjoyed the um the additional mechanic to the battle system the one where you had to perfectly time the button press yeah i mm -hmm. thought that was really neat <clears throat> I think that's the mechanic he said um, took inspiration through um, Octopack Travelers. Oh, okay. yeah, um, I think that's their battle what he was system. Saying. Yeah, that that was such a, a very kind of niche battle system that like I I haven't seen in too many games. Like uh, it kind of reminded me as um, 
you remember in Final Fantasy VIII when you had the attack and if you hit the the, the junction, R2, yeah. well, no, the yeah, R2 yeah. right when you were swinging, you got the extra little hit of damage? Did yeah, you play, yeah, Did yeah, you play yeah. eight? I played enough to oh, I know okay. what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, so it, it, in the gunblade, if you swing it like right as the attack connects, you'll get mm-hmm. like you the, fire the gun off will go triggers. off. Yeah, yeah, and so like it'll increase the damage. And so like for that, I thought that was kind of that was kind of like a cool uh, a cool thing to the battle system. Um, also, the dialogue is kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> the dialogue is kind of fucking ridiculous. Like um, I even attributed it to um, Tales, or sorry, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, uh, Legend oh, of Heroes, Trails, Trails in the Sky. Mm-hmm. Um, because the dialogue was really just that good. Uh, I was very, um, I was very surprised to be fair. Okay. Did the dialogue kind of like lean into humor a little bit or uh, yeah, there was like, definitely a bit of humor. Yeah. There's it it's was, it's, a lot of emotions. Just a, it's mm-hmm. a large range. Like it said, it's, they really, Jimmy really put heart into this game mm-hmm. Okay. and just overall, each each character is their own individual person. They all have their own thoughts, and these are all kids too. And so yeah. you can tell they don't fully understand some things. So like some of them are a little bit more emotionally mature compared to others. So some will pick up on subtle cues from each character. It's like, oh, you don't, you know, you, you just you're blind to this, or you're not taking their their feelings into consideration. And whether it be a mistake or not, okay. it's like you. Hey, this person's hurt by you, or whatever. Hey, or even just trying to figure out how somebody feels, like not knowing right. whether or not somebody feels a certain way, uh, like that that entire dynamic, you know, and and trying to figure that part out of you know somebody else's you know em- emotional uh, emotional acuity. You know what I mean? The one thing that I was like comparing it to is sort of like those eight late eighties, like nineties movies where it's like this seemingly very normal group of friends going on this huge adventure right and at the end of the day no matter how huge the adventure is these kids are still kids and so they're still experiencing the kind of things that kids go through like like something like an an et or even strange by me right Mm -hmm. yeah or even something like that exactly Um, even at, at pop points, like even like a Stranger Things type vibe, like right, this Breakfast just this Club. group of friends, <laughs> Breakfast Club, even the Goonies, right? Just this yeah. group of kids going through something together, and um, mm. and and sort of the things. I I didn't want to go as far as calling it a coming of age story, but in 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 a sense, right? These kids are learning things about one another, yeah. about the world, and um, you definitely get that sense from this game. So. Mm-hmm. It might just be one by proxy of how this story plays out for right. a lot of the characters, mm-hmm. right? Because uh, just from the little bit I've seen, um, and plus the details you guys are, have given, it seems almost impossible for you to go through a story with these characters without any of them growing in any way. Absolutely. So, and I feel like, ba- once again, based on what you guys have said, that will be one of the more rewarding parts of playing this. Well, they, I mean, to be fair, they even showed a little bit of growth uh, even when I was playing. Um, like I said, I'm not trying to get too much into the story because, uh, you know, I kind of want people to, to be able to live it's it. It's special. Like, play so it. far yeah. from what we know, this is a very this is going to be a very special game. Yeah. And I'm glad that Jimmy and his team got picked up by PM Studios to make this happen. Yes, sir. So proud. Yeah, for real. And, and the so thing cool is, I didn't even... We, pl- oh, sorry. Go ahead. 
Oh no, I was just gonna say like he we we started telling him, you know, we were here last year, and he's like, yeah, I remember you guys. I'm like, oh, sick. <laughs> yes, and See, uh, that's what I was gonna say is I didn't get to yeah. play it last year because I was playing Demio, so I had no idea that you guys even were able to uh, have hands on this game last year. Yeah, Can I say even though we talked about this before with a couple of other developers, but it is always good to see people so passionate about their game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like his whole heart is here, and you can tell he's excited Absolutely. talking about it every Absolutely. time, every aspect of this. And he he lights up seeing other people enjoy what he's built. Right. Yeah. yeah. Super proud of him, man. Yeah, super facts. super proud of him. Really really nice. Um, just, just really quick, like while while we are on the topic of PM Studios, um, mm-hmm. I think PM Studios <laughs> came out swinging this year. Um, they had they a had, lot. They had some bangers on display, and I know we didn't really get to talk about this last episode. So just to quickly go into it real quick, Girl Genius Adventures yeah. uh, in Castle Heterodyne, I believe is how you pronounce that. Are you guys were you guys familiar with the Girl Genius series before this game? Not before? at all. Not at all. Okay, so me neither, um, but I guess it's a, a pretty successful graphic novel. I'm so um, sad that we didn't get a chance to go back over and talk I know, me too, <laughs> me too. Think, things just got too busy. We were supposed to go back, and they had the writers there, actually, so the writers from the, the, for the series, for the series, yeah, were there that we could have talked to and stuff, but time, what is time? Oh. Uh, um, but the Girl Genius game um, is sort of like an action-adventure uh, with light puzzle and platforming elements. The I liking it to something like... The oh, best yeah, descriptions I've been hearing, Ratchet and Clank, Jack and Daxter. That's what I was just about and to I'm say. And I'm just like, yep. okay. Yeah, that's what it feels like. So you're, you're playing um, as this girl, um, and she is inside this castle um, trying to figure out the mysteries of the castle, but this castle is alive, right? So this castle is a, a living, breathing thing. Um, you have your little wrench, Ratchet and Clank, that you attack uh, with. Um, uh, but you also have this little robot character. His like, name's not like Clank. Clank. <laughs> really? His name's not Clank? Okay. <laughs> but you can um, switch between her and him. Um, the His main uh, gameplay mechanics is is solving puzzles, right? So he can fit into smaller areas that she can't. Um, so like there'll be sort of like a mouse hole shaped thing in the in the ground and you can switch to him he'll be able to access new areas that she can't and then clear the path for her by doing some kind of puzzle task usually um so like the one example of it i had is where a gate was locked um we had to go as that small character into uh the next room and then flip a few switches in a certain order in order to open up a path for her um but yeah, re- really, really good. Super cool art style. And I think the comparisons to Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Dax are spot on. It definitely feels like a 2000s style action. Does it feel like a refined 2000s? Uh, I don't know if I would say it's super refined. And I was just yeah. about to say for be- for better or for worse, it feels like a 2000s. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, so, but it's cool. Very cute art style. Um, all the characters are very unique as well. And the source material is there for them to do something great with this. The the guy that, the gentleman that we got a chance to talk to was super passionate. 
super, super passionate and was really excited um, that they're able to expand upon this universe. And I heard a lot of good things from other people um, who got a chance to play as well. Mm -hmm. So same. Look out for that. Girl Genius Adventures in Castle Hetero. So, Deontay, you said you got a chance to play Bati, right? Yes. 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 So, uh, I, I, I'm still not sure if it's pronounced Bodhi or Body. But, okay. Uh, right. I'm going to call it Bodhi Byteland Overclocked. So, this cute little game, um, I got to play it uh, two-player as well unfortunately i didn't get to talk to the dev but just based on what i could pick up from this game imagine um astro's playroom plus banjo kazooie mm. but okay. in a little bit of a smaller package right? okay and it's it's co- uh, co-op multiplayer as well so a two-player at least uh you're this little cute robot who Honestly, he reminds you of Astro. He reminds you of Astro. Um, a little bit of the uh, robot from uh, Fooly Cooly as well. Just, okay. His head's a TV with you know, <laughs> two antennas as ears. Um, and you're in this world, and it's like a little a little bit of a collectathon. You see a bunch of living robots around in the world, but they're not enemies necessary. Mm-hmm. You can, like interact with them and they have their own little funny quotes and stuff and they're all off doing their own little thing working and stuff but you are there to collect and progress through these stages and different platforming challenges with your abilities um since i only got to play it two player i didn't get to experience how it plays single player Mm -hmm. but in order to move on to the next section both players have to accumulate a certain number of items on the field and turn them into a bank and Mm. they have more linear areas they have certain areas that are giant playgrounds like this mini cityscape that had little construction workers Uh, my co-op player did something where he became a construction worker and then we both got little upgrades with construction hats it was cute Um, I'm not sure what it did but I had a construction (laughs) hat on so you know that that's a plus robot with a hard hat (laughs) Um, but there was also this mechanic to where if we were close enough I could hold the right trigger and almost act as a magnet to pull him toward me Mm -hmm. so I'm guessing if you're playing with someone who's having issues with uh, some of the platforming you can assist them in like yanking them up towards you if you made it to an area that they couldn't make it to or you can save them last minute if they're falling oh that's dope yeah so it was such a tight, cute little package. We only got 10 minutes of gameplay. Uh, it was a timed demo. Mm-hmm. But the collect-a-thon feel is there. Like, once we got to that out, really spread out space, that's where I got the Banjo-Kazooie vibes. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was just meant to explore and find out the little intricacies of this landscape. And I did find some stuff. I found a treasure chest... Uh, like up on some scaffolding of a building being constructed and it was like off in an area that was a little hard to get to and since it's split screen um the other player was off adventuring collecting other stuff as well so we were both having two different experiences at the same time it was fun um graphically 
it is definitely a lighter game and i think it was mostly because we were playing split screen that i noticed it uh it might have affected a little bit of the uh frame rate especially mm -hmm. from what i've seen other players play when they're by themselves but that's things that can be you know smoothed over time it was fun i think that that 10 minute um demo time as frustrating as it can be when you're playing it i feel like it, it's a, a that sweet spot for like from a logistic standpoint because if we look at something like prince of persia right that 10 minute time kept that line moving yeah. right you, you didn't have these huge line backups because you're just able to pump through so many people <laughs> at a time um so i i like that yeah it also depends on like what kind of demo you brought mm -hmm. right right that's true if, too. It's, if it's a type of demo where it's like very open uh it gives you you know 10 minutes bam go do as much as you can and experience as much as you can within this time frame mm -hmm. certain demos kind of have to be a more structured to where it's like we have to show you what this is about in this much time right so i mean to be fair i kind of wish the the prince of persia demo was like that because i felt like a lot right. of the times like <laughs> i was going the wrong direction and had to have the rep come behind me and go no 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 not that way mm -hmm. go another mm -hmm. way so I'm like, I feel like they should have, and maybe it was just maybe too short of time, but I felt like they should have probably structured the the Prince of Persia demo a little bit better. But I mean, I had a good time with it overall. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's nice. Um, there was a con demo for uh, my singing monsters there, <laughs> and I, I know so. <laughs> all weekend camps just like my singing monsters right there. Want to go check it out? I was like, ah, maybe let's go see. <laughs> And then the more I watched it and saw what it was, I was like, I don't want to play that. <laughs> and and so, to be fair, like, I'm now kind of... I didn't really know that My Singing Monsters is more of a mobile game anyway. Um, oh, is it? The, yeah, yeah, like, oh. you, can download the, you can download the game on mobile now. Like, that's how me and Cam got one of those little uh, passport stamps. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so, after I kind of realized that, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. But I will say, <laughs> as far as, like, the con demo they had there... They had uh, just a bunch of different levers to go along with the music and everything like that. And so as overall, while we were playing it, I was like, this is cute. <laughs> but I, I had um, to because you guys went on before Deontay and I did. And so I, I, like y'all were trying to leave after the first. I was like, no, 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 you stay. Stay. I was dog. I was. Stay. I was. It was such an awkward moment where the lady looked up and like she's like, oh, all right, on to the next group. And both me and Justin looked at her like. No, yeah, there there are. Yeah. And I was about to say like, can I go again? And before I could even get the sentence out, that it had started already. So I'm like, okay, well, I know. I, I, see, to... I was walking away, and then the song started. I was like, oh, okay, fine. Also, that, that <laughs> it was almost like a continuous demo. Like it was essentially yeah. like it seemed like it yeah, was. Yeah, like there was no there was no actual pause between, or there was like only a slight pause between songs before it like jumped to the next song. Mm -hmm. I I had a lot of fun with it. I per did too. Personally, I, I did really too. liked it. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I thought the I thought the it music I thought cool. the music was really dope. The music was good. The music was cool. It was it was my singing monsters as just a concept is so interesting because I also feel like it gives me rhythm heaven type de uh, mm -hmm. type music um, where it's like harmonizing and just gets louder and so the way that the monsters change their octaves and how all of them just form together it, it's funny I thought that was it's I funny. honestly thought it was cool I'm not gonna hold you like 
like even because they weren't actually using words, even though there were uh-huh. some words in the back, but they weren't using oh, words. Right. Everything was like grunts and like right. you know, like <laughs> monster <laughs> sounds. So I'm like, and and even when you hit the fucking the high note, the high monster yeah. sounds, like no, it, no, you would see like they would have to ex- like essentially like extend, extend their, their necks to get the high. Note. I'm like, come on, man, that that's that's mad cute. It, it was mad for what it was. It was mad like, cute. The, the full game is actually like a monster, like almost like a little farming monster um, raising game. Yeah, it's nothing right. like what we played. Oh, it's nothing yeah, like nothing. Yeah. Oh, okay, right? okay, okay, okay. So you have this little island and you basically collect monsters and, you know, you can do stuff to like form the island, make it your own and stuff. And you're raising these little monsters that sing. Like one and one monster will put down the drum pattern. The next monster yeah. will sort of start the oh. the backing vocals. And by by the time you have like maybe seven eight monsters out, it's creating a full song. Yeah, oh, like the things right. from um, Animal Crossing, right, Deontay? Um, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Pretty okay. much. This that's is this true. is like a kind of like mobile monster Animal Crossing with a music element, right? Got it. What we got to play was, of course. <sighs> We love to see it, but we hate to see it. One of those PAX exclusive demos. Right. One of those things where we come come away from it playing, having fun, asking the devs. So we're gonna see this on Steam, right? And they're like, "No, mm-hmm. we're sorry, we don't have any plans of putting this." Or this is just for PAX. Yeah, like, it's pretty much just. We experienced uh, like, this last time with Ska Studios with their uh, multiplayer build. Oh, of, that's um, yeah. What was it Salt and Sanctuary? Yeah. Um, Salt and Sacrifice. Sac- Salt and Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah you're right. Uh, yeah, that was fucking cool. That was, uh, <laughs> but also it was exclusive to PAX and like it left a huge impression on us. It did make me want to actually check out this little monster building game, mm-hmm. which is why I know it's a monster building uh-huh. game. So I'd, I didn't realize I'd seen it before because one of the kids that I work with plays it and his, so he showed it to me before and I didn't realize it was the same game until they made us down, download it for that stamp. And so I checked it out too. I went in and I was like, oh, I know what this is. Um, but the music is really cool. And yeah. I um, had to sing a song to get one of my stamps. And I told the guy, I'm like, I don't know any of the, the songs from this game. And so he told me a song to look up. Um, and so I listened to it a few times to try and learn some of the I don't even want to say words, but sounds. Dog, and I don't even know when you ran a, when you ran around and did some of this extra <laughs> shit. Bro, he was he was having his own adventures, dog. I see. Dude. But yeah, it has really good music. I actually might like mess around on the mobile game for a while because the songs on there are actually really good. Uh, and it's yeah. like Justin said, it's like n- not necessarily words. It's like grunts, but it still manages to make this like really cool song. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I mean, I probably, honestly, I probably wouldn't play it, like, on my own. But, like, if we got together and played it, I'd, I'd have a good time. Listen to Plant Island on Plant YouTube Island. and tell me that it's not just, like, a banger, bro. That's a kiss. All right. And let's see. What else have we checked out on this Sunday? Um, oh, we did also Claw. Which was Umbra, yes, uh, um, before that, quick plug, just quick plug for our, our friend Eric Mahanan, um, for uh, Lucid. Oh um, yeah. Oh yeah. So at the Matt Black anywhere, um, as of recording is September fifth. Uh, in two weeks, there is a Kickstarter going live for this game Lucid. Uh, Cam talked about it the other day, but just throwing it out there. 
this 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 game is going to be special for sure so definitely special that. game by a special dude yes so uh two weeks from now uh check it out lucid okay plug over Shouts out to you <laughs> yes sir hey what a, what a guy though i will say that what a guy incredible guy yeah what incredible a guy, guy. Um, but yeah, as Justin was saying, me and him got to check out Umbra Claw. Um, Umbra, did I say that right? Umbra Claw. Uh, Umbra Claw, yeah. Umbra Claw. Okay. So, super interesting game. So, you start off as a cat who has died um, and entered... entered, <laughs> and entered the, It's just the way how no, you said it. Dude, no. The, the funny thing... But, but the funny thing is, is like in the intro, that's exactly how they start the game they yeah say, you have to, you have died and yeah. and uh, then it, it's a lot it goes a lot deeper than that it's like some things that, no, that's uh, just what happens some things die or what no so say? remember it was like so it was it was saying that the cat had died but it uh-huh. didn't specify how the cat died it said right. the cat could have got him he could have gotten lost he could have just you know just died from natural causes uh, he could have died from like neglect. Like they, like they give so many examples of how he could have died, but don't. But all they say is the cat died. He's died. Yeah, He's died. <laughs> the cat died. So, so from the point of dying, you as this cat, you have entered the spirit realm, um, and you're just essentially a regular cat. Okay, so you're just as you were when you died. The cool part about this game is every time that you die, you have nine lives because you know cat tings. Um, but, but every time you die, you gain a power to help you uh, deal with whatever it was that killed you. Okay. Um, so, for example, the first thing that killed me was these little things with tentacles, right? So, when I first died, it gave me a melee attack that I could use to attack. Because prior to that, I, I had nothing. I could jump. <laughs> uh, all you could do is dodge. Uh, jump yeah, and dodge. you could just jump and dodge, right? And so, you get that. Um, now you may may wonder as a cat, um, is is it possible to even get through the whole game as a cat? Well, we asked this question, and you can. So even oh, well. the, fir- the it's even very the difficult. First, it's <laughs> but, difficult, <yeah. laughs> but you can. The first boss that we encountered, um, if you were to do some perfectly timed um, dashes through the monster, um, you would pick up on this energy that when you eventually got enough, you could do this super attack that he called like a stomp or something and it would be a one-shot kill to the monster but you had to gain that energy first right in order to even pull that off um upon dying five times you become something that's no longer (laughs) just a cat you're now a humanoid cat to where you are standing on two feet um and you have a a a next set of upgrades after that up to nine um you can (laughs) but you but now that you're no longer a regular cat, you can't just creep into smaller areas. Whereas when we were a cat, we could crawl like a cat, climb up walls like a cat. But when you transform into this humanoid form, um, you can't do that anymore. Although you're like now overpowered and you have these, these other attacks, um, you can't do some of the things that you could do as a cat, um, which is an interesting dynamic. Justin got further in the demo than me because after the boss, it rolled... It put up like the credit screen and so i was like oh demo done but i guess Not that done. was just a prologue and you know after a prologue they can drop the the title screen yeah um so i went over to justin and realized he was still playing and i'm like oh okay it's not done um so i'll let justin sort of talk about the second part of the demo because yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so i i had to experience the second part of the demo um 
as Don't the make it uh, sound as, like a punishment. Well, well, <laughs> I, know, because, I had to. Well, 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 because in my mind, when the dev was like, "Oh, you can get through the whole thing as a cat," you know, you yeah. know how we are. Like, oh, challenge accepted. Yeah, the challenge uh-huh. accepted. So, unfortunately, like I said, I got I wound up getting to the second half of the game. But um, one thing that uh, you should probably take into account is that essentially the cat doesn't have a life bar it's a, it's a one hit kill so if yeah. you get hit you die that's so it, whether that's a uh whether but but when you turn into your um i guess you can call it you your umbral form. form your your oh, your upper yeah your yeah. your your bigger form um they then you do get a health bar and so okay. you are able to take a few more hits um and so i thought that was interesting but one other thing that they did was uh when you transform you also lose your dodge though and so the dodge you have to acquire from being hit by another enemy um or being killed by another it's like the the it's like a tiger dash or yeah something like that that you get like later on right Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah um but yeah i mean most of the game was was pretty much just that it was trying to essentially uh get to the second boss area and and fight the boss um yeah to be fair there wasn't too much more than that like if you the essentially the the kind of quirk of the game is depending on how you die is depending on what ability you'll receive so you can essentially go through the whole game getting like separate abilities like so i think the dev actually said that uh that i don't think he was the dev because he said he didn't work on the game he oh, he, oh this is just at uh integrate yeah. oh it's just oh, okay my bad. yeah um well the, the rep then um basically told us that uh essentially you can go through the game differently every single time right like you can you can have a certain set of skills that you and get this from is is this kind of like a i know it's like a 2d 2d platformer is it a metroidvania is it just kind of a platformer um i want to say it's more of like just a, a platformer okay. uh, i don't I, think I, it's I, metroidvania didn't, I didn't pick based. up on metroidvania yeah yeah okay cool cool yeah i i think it was just and, and to be fair i don't even know if i would even call it like a platformer like i know there are platforms that you can use but i too I, truthfully told i wouldn't really call it a platformer um it was more kind of like a, a action kind of like an action game um you know in in which case you're just trying to uh i believe the end of, end of it will, will probably be something along the lines of like uh either you you gain life or maybe you were just sleep the whole time like who knows you know who knows okay was it like content was it just one continuous level or uh no so there was a um there was a gate i believe that i had to go in and then it brought me to another level for the second boss okay um but essentially essentially you're trying to escape the soul plane is what i picked up on so you're trying to like get back to life and and get back to the the human world and your regular cat body and yeah so that that's but yeah i didn't pick up on metroidvania vibes from it at all i would say the closest comparison for me would be like a platformer Mm -hmm. um but then also i didn't i didn't play a lot like mega man isk stuff like that Mm. i mean yeah 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 i guess just mega man with a cat (laughs) Mm. yeah i guess i i guess you could you can kind of like boil it down to to that um But it, it just, to be fair, it just kind of felt different. Um, I mean, they call it themselves a 2D side-scrolling action game. Ah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Like, so I felt it was more action-oriented, action, action oriented, like, and not so much platforming. Because, like I said, even though there was platforming in there, like, technically, you didn't have to use the platforms. So, like, yeah. the, the first boss, um, 
one of the things that the boss would do is like essentially he would either like throw himself across the screen which you can essentially use like the platforms to like jump over right or he would um, put down tentacles that kind of filled up the bottom of the screen right uh, but you technically didn't have to use the platforms because you had the dodge mechanic and so the dodge and the one thing I, I will say about the dodge mechanic you can dodge everything everything mm-hmm. so projectiles you can dodge and get energy from uh the 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 tentacles that they shot across the screen you can dodge and get energy from the um him throwing himself across the screen you can dodge and get energy from so everything in that game is dodgeable which i thought was kind of cool you know at least you, for, at least for that boss right at least for that boss right yeah. i didn't we didn't get to the the cat on the other boss but uh, I, I, but I, to be fair, I, I honestly assume that most things in this game, if you were trying, because of the fact that there's no other way, other mode of attack, mm-hmm. um, in the cat form, unless like you get you get hit and die, right? So like, right. say if you wanted to go to the whole game as a cat and that's what you were trying to do, you essentially, or maybe like a no death run, like right. you, you would essentially have no means of attack other than dodge, dodging, and to, then doing that final to attack. critical final attack. So like not being able to dodge everything in the game seems kind of counterintuitive yeah. um so yeah um art style wise art style is beautiful reminded me kind of a stained glass window yeah um so that kind of like multi-colored mm-hmm. um effect to it but yeah really beautiful art style and just a, a interesting concept super interesting concept um so yeah that was umbraclaw shout out integrates another fucking publisher that just just seems to be picking up one banger after another man because <laughs> there were a bunch of um games around there that looked really really good uh, i know Gal we only trolled uh umbra umbra club but they had Gal guardians there they had um, didn't they have like Blood a castlevania-esque blood was it blood bloodstained bloodstained that's what it was yeah mm-hmm. very good uh, both of those games very good Thoroughly enjoyed them shut up um, damn Right. Let's see. Um, later on in the day, uh, over at Eastbird, um, I got finally had a chance to get hands on Demon School. I know. Um, have all of you played Demon School now? I don't know if it. I played last time or I just watched Justin play. I thought you played. <laughs> Did I play? I thought so. I don't Cause remember. Because I, I, I remember, I know I played it twice. <laughs> um, but I thought you had jumped on after me to give it a shot. I don't remember, to be fair, but I, I for sure remember watching Justin play. <laughs> well, uh, it's first time hands-on for me trying it out. Uh, shout out Brandon for the demo, um, ha- having good conversation, and overall, I thoroughly enjoy it. I understand why Justin likes this game. <laughs> as far as like it being a strategy game, it's it's so much more dynamic than other than other strategy games I've played. Where characters can combo with one another, your characters can knock one enemy into the other that could take them both out. Um, the kind of like the point system of how many times your character is able to move and what you're able to. Do you want to just move to the left to not spend to, to not spend anything, and so now better position yourself. Um, it's really cool. Um, I don't know if this will be in the interview or not, uh, but he very much was judging me because I was not moving or doing anything at the start. Oh, that's absolutely <laughs> going to be in the interview, and you know it. <laughs> Maybe, you know, it's because I'm low, but... Um, 
But no, overall, uh, Demon School was really good. Uh, we still ways out from it being released. Hey, has a lot more writing to do for the plot and characters mm-hmm. and such. But hey, take your time, bro. We appreciate all the hard work. Once again, Justin absolutely loves this game and can't oh. wait for it. Oh man, I, I'm I'm counting down the the imagine the imagined days to <laughs> when I'll actually be able to play this game. I'm pretty sure like a lot of people are as well. It seemed to be like one of the more popular games at the show. Every time we walked by, they had quite a few screens set up and I never saw an empty chair. I think chair. they had like eight, bro. Like they legitimately had eight screens set up in a, in a line outside, a line. consistent yep. line. Consistent. Outside, uh, outside of their booth waiting to play this game. Mm-hmm. Um, Cam, what was that other one you played? Um, I played Aurora Everdeep, um, or Everdeep Aurora. Sorry, um, I'm about to say that sounds like a uh, like a, a Harry Potter character. <laughs> so, the best I can say about this game, and um, for what I was able to gr- grasp, is um, it feels like a a 2D adventure game in sort of a, an 8-bit uh, with an 8-bit art style. Um, where you are, instead of moving and traversing left to right, you are drilling underground in order to progress. It looked um, a lot like Motherload. <laughs> you Mother remember Lode. that? Um, no. It was a old game on Miniclip, or on one of those um, older Flash t- uh, websites, but it also came out on consoles back early um, PS4, Xbox One days. Okay. Um, base concept: You're just you're drilling down to the ground, and then um, you're collecting different elements to upgrade and go further down into the earth. All that. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. And as, yeah, that's, as that's essentially it, what like, it was. Yeah. Motherload. <laughs> but this looks like it has more of a plot than what Motherload is. So. Yeah. So um, you're essentially like a a cat, a kitten, trying mm-hmm. to find its its mom. Um, and so yeah, you're you're you're. you're these cats, right? This, oh, they, I know, like, right? Cats and crabs with weapons. That's what that's <laughs> pretty much. Right. Um, I think for me, so the demo w- was just really like it was it was a weirdly paced demo. Um, you start off from what I can gather is the beginning of the game because you don't even have a, a drill at the beginning. Right. And then you okay. you obtain the drill um, before you start heading down. Um, you do hit parts that you can't drill through like you were talking about the other game. So I'm guessing you upgrade the drill. Um, but then also you have to keep your drill charged as well. So you can't just keep drilling uh, on and on. You have to either look for a shorter path, um, like a, sh- uh, a path of least resistance where there's not ma- as many blocks to get through or figure out how you can get to a charging station for your drill, charge it up and then keep going. Mm-hmm. Um but the demo just sort of ended in a really weird <laughs> a weird spot as well where I don't feel like I was able to get a true um grasp a, of what it was. A true grasp yeah. of what the game was, yeah. And so it felt like you weren't to be fair, and I know this is I didn't play it, but it felt like you didn't go anywhere. Yeah, again, that's why I, that's why I was saying it it didn't like I, I drilled down, I was able to get to another area. Um I was able to talk to some people. I, I moved into a different area by drilling to the right. And then before long, it like just felt like it was over. Um, 
And so, yeah, I, I would have liked to either play a longer demo or a demo that maybe was taken part, uh, took place in maybe the middle of the game and that maybe allowed me to just grasp to get, get a better grasp on what the game was. But this, this one just didn't do it for me. I, I'll give it another try, um, but just this demo didn't, didn't really do it for me. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Uh, Deontay, you play anything else Sunday? Yeah, I got to check out a couple of games actually when I mm -hmm. was uh, with Justin. So I checked out Rose and Locket, which was that. Oh, yeah. That shit looked, that shit looked I like the art style of that one a lot. <laughs> Yo, the arts, I am 100% in love with that. So what I can gather from the story or at least the setting of the game is... Uh, that was at Phoenix Games, right? Yeah. No. yeah. You're playing a character, Rose, who is uh, traveling to the underworld to save the soul of her daughter. That's all I know about the game. Um, the art style blew my mind. Uh, it's super cool. It reminds me of some other games in some aspects, but I feel like it deserves its own little lane. Um... The platforming is, I want to say the game, it, I, I, I don't want to say it doesn't feel smooth because your character moves at the speed that it feels necessary for the game and the action, right? Mm -hmm. And it kind of adds to the difficulty because this game isn't fucking easy. Um, <laughs> and it's not the platforming, it's just the way the enemies come at you and you have uh, to defend yourself with firearms, right? So you have two guns, one gun that you start the game off with, which is just basically a standard revolver, mm -hmm. right? Um, I'm sorry, what was the name of the game again? The game is Rose and Locket. Uh, so yeah, you have two, two guns, one that you start the game off with, which is basically a standard revolver, and it has a specific range, and its firing rate um, is, you know, that of a revolver. Later on, you get another weapon, uh, which is a rifle, and this is not only a more powerful shot that takes a little longer to uh, load in between shots, but this is also used for traversal. So there are certain gears that you'll see that are right out of um, reach for the character, or they could be within reach sometimes. Sometimes they're in a wall, but your shots can move through the art. And mm. these bullets are meant to turn the gears to shift the level to allow you to progress more. So it might be lifting down a draw gate or raising a cage or creating platforms for you or something like that. Maybe building the bridge. But um, it's that gun specifically is used as a traversal mechanic, but it can also be used as a weapon. Um, yeah, this game looks sick. The art is cool. So the first area you get to see the character, there's a lot of purple. Uh, the platforms are blacked out so you can tell where they are. Uh, but it does have this dark motif. Mm -hmm. Once you transfer it into the next area, the art shifts to where it's nothing but black with the white silhouette of your character and the white silhouette of anything you can interact with. That's sick. And it'll do this to you a few times. And it'll play with a different like grouping of colors. My favorite part was right when I was going into the dungeon area or the castle to collect this bounty on this soul um there's the screen splits the bottom portion is black with red platforms and the red silhouette of your character the upper portion shows the entrance of the castle 
I I'm looking at it thinking I'm reaching once I reach to the end where the platform is, I just jump up and, you know, am on the fucking road to that platform. No, I saw myself jump up into like the screen ends on that bottom part. And it confused me for a second because my character disappeared. I saw a cage with a chain. I jumped on it, activated it, rose me out of screen. And then on that upper screen, my character came in full color as a larger model. And then I hopped off and ran into the um, building. And that shit was so cool to me. That sounds like, sick. yeah. That blew my mind just right there. Like, the game was hard. Don't get me wrong. Uh, I found myself dying a couple of times. And almost to the point where it was a little embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was mind-blowing how uh, stylish this game is. Like, that's the blow. one thing I could say about this game is it's stylish as hell. And uh, I want to find out more about the story because, um, like I said, it's about... So uh, from its Steam page, um, Rose, a retired outlaw, wanders the spirit realm of the underworld. Take up the, one, take up the once-forgotten skills of the gunslinger and journey along the breathtaking cinematic hand-painted landscape on a quest to rescue your daughter's spirit. Yes, so I'll come to certain points in the game where, um, like, she's thinking to herself, or at least I thought she was thinking to herself, but you'll hear this other voice go, Mama! Oh, damn. And I was like, oh, yeah, I I need to play this. <laughs> damn. Oh. I like how um, we, three of us, checked out three different games at the Phoenix booth and all had really good experiences with all three of the games um, i checked out another one there too which one did you check out um was it altered alma or no uh outcast tales oh see i didn't check that one out and i don't think that justin checked that one out either so no so this would be the game for justin and let me tell you why bro. this is basically like D D. like so you have and this your choice of characters. This is um, Outcast Tales. Outcast Tales. Okay. Yes. So you have your uh, choice of characters, and your characters, like, they have their different abilities, right? And you're picking a team of three. But once you choose your characters, you can then also choose personality traits for those characters that mm. shift, you know, what they can do. So... Like, their basic abilities are, like, their functions. And the personality of traits are their attributes. And it is very D&D-like. So you have people who are, you know, more charismatic. People who are um, more brash. And the scenarios in the game are aided by their um, attributes. Very much so in the same way that a, uh, a, a tabletop game would be. Mm. So in this adventure, basically, they give you a map and you have a choice in which way to traverse very much like in the Star Fox 64 route selection. Uh, that's kind of the, the feeling that the map gave me or hell, even the fucking um, the uh, what was it? Uh, Dragon Ball fighters story, the way they had that map set up. Mm -hmm. um, and. If you chose a direction, you began your journey uh, toward the end goal. 
and it was almost like a story. It's very narrative. Uh, the people traveling come across, let's say, a group of bandits, for instance. And you have a choice in how you're going to interact, right? You can either say something crazy. You can try to sneak by. Uh, if your character is persuasive enough, it'll highlight that character's face and show you that they're using their ability of persuasion. And it gives you a percentage of success for each of those. So it's like it's rolling for you. Um, and based on whether or not you clear, you could end up in a fight or you could just sneak by and save yourself some issue, right? It's not just throwing super easy stuff at you. So there will be a moment where you kind of need to rely on a bit of persuasion or else you're going to get swept uh, or just take too much damage before going into the next battle. Uh, but the way the maps are, they play out like almost mini D&D quests themselves with your characters. Mm -hmm. I see. I see the map you're talking about on their Steam page. So Outcast Tales, The First Journey turn-based combat roguelike roguelite uh yeah it's it, interesting because i do see a lot of dialogue options in the middle <clears throat> of battle yeah so um <laughs> the game has a bit of humor too like it, it's kind of subtle but mm -hmm. um there's this one moment and the, basically i don't know how the character um build up is because i went through this twice because i got destroyed the first time i went through mm -hmm. uh i picked my own characters and their traits and it didn't work out for me so they actually allow you to randomize and go in with like a recommended build or something like that oh dope. i went in with that and i was able to finish the demo with the the recommended build but both times i went in the character who said this was different and this weird interaction with a group of bandits ended with one of my characters screaming are you calling me fat right before the match started <laughs> <laughs> and also like the 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 main boss of the demo we were trying to hunt down like i forgot what it was called i think it was like the only non-vegan mammoth or something like that <laughs> apparently it was a, a monster and it was the only one of these monsters that was non-vegan, and it was giving issue. So we had to hunt it down. <laughs> I'm not mad at that. So it, it, it's charming as hell. But it was a cool little fun adventure. Nice. For sure. Yeah, I might have to peek at that. Like, I saw it, um, but mm -hmm. I, I, I didn't uh, sit down to play it. But uh, it definitely looked like, like you said, like something I would be interested in. Yeah. So the battle system is, it's a traditional turn-based battle system. Um, and it's pretty fun. I got to say, it reminded me of, <sighs> I, honestly, it reminded me a lot of turn-based games. Mm -hmm. It really did. We, we played a lot of turn-based games over time and the abilities that they have, uh, while tailored specifically to this game are kind of different versions of abilities we've seen before. So I've, I was using one character who had, it was a support character she had the ability to place a shield on either herself or another character but it was a counter shield right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so when attacked it would tank not all of the damage but some of the damage and her crow would uh, swoop in and smack the crap out of whoever <laughs> attacked you and i found myself winning battles just using that as a defense um yeah you got your, you know, different roles. The personality 
the personalities don't affect the battle as much. The personalities are for traversal outside of the battle and interacting with people and stuff like that. Mm. So that is the importance of choosing which character you're putting the personality on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it's pretty cool. Which HM slave will take this role? <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I yeah. think that, that that publisher just had some bangers in general. So the one that I played there was um, Altered Armor. Um, aesthetically reminds Ooh. me of, do you remember that game that we tried last year called Cookie Cutter? Yes. So aesthetically, still. <laughs> me too. Aesthetically, it reminded me of that. Graphically, no. Um, they went with sort of like a more, would you say like that's like 16-bit art style for Altered Armor, Deontay? Like 16? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like bit some 16, 32-bit. 32 32 <laughs> so more, more of that art style, but it's a Metroidvania um kind of cyberpunk themes to it but you're playing um as this robot character um or this android type character um and it's a metroidvania in the truest sense so the demo starts and you, there's not very much you can do you can jump you can attack that's it you can't even dodge right so you can jump you can attack um later on uh, you get a double jump that allows you to um, access some higher up areas so you can uh, get through more parts of the map um, after that you also get another power up um, that is a slide um, so you can use that to get into areas that previously you couldn't but also you can now use this as a dodge mechanic as well which starts to make the fights a little bit easier um, the final upgrade that i was able to get is this boomerang um, that you're able to throw this boomerang um, lodge it into special walls um, that are sort of this like pink pink colored wall um, and then you're able to teleport to the part that you threw the boomerang right Um, now the interesting part about that is sure you can use this for traversal but when this starts to get interesting is when you can use it in combat so there was a boss fight um, one of the boss fights that i did that had four of these these walls there that you could throw the boomerang in now what i was able to do is throw my boomerang um, at the start of the fight start fighting, use my regular dodge, bearing in mind the boomerang is still lodged into the wall, and if I need to have a last-minute escape because I'm about to get hit and the dodge isn't going to be enough for me, I can teleport to my boomerang, end up behind the boss, um, and then I'm able to get a little bit of space between me and the boss. Yeah, it was really sick. Really, really sick. Um, But yeah, like I said, uh, cyberpunk aesthetic. Um, The game is set in a place that they call Neo Barcelona, which I'm guessing is sort of like a, a future version of Barcelona. Um, but yeah. The developers are from Spain, aren't they? They are? I, I would guess I so from where it was set, but I'm not, I'm not I, positive I, on that. I think one of the, the uh, reps at the booth told me that because like he was pointing out um, all the different games and uh, the countries that the developers came from. Like they have a pretty um, diverse yeah they have a pretty diverse group like it's it's an international effort that's come together for that that's so so dope so dope um but yeah so you you would you would like go to these different save points as well um and just again just like in cookie cutter where your save point was sort of this machine um that grabs you by both arms and legs and is able to sort of like charge up your character uh the Mm -hmm. animation was similar for this as well um but from those save points you're also able to alter your abilities um in terms of your uh your inventory management um you do have to manage what you're picking up so you don't just have an unlimited um 
uh, inventory, you have to sort of manage what you have um, so that you're not picking up more than you can carry. Um, on Steam, it also says that it has, uh, I think I, I read that it has some dating sim features, which I didn't experience any of that, but if so, awesome. Um, but definitely combine some RPG elements in terms of your upgrades and stuff like that. But really interesting, fun combat, um, really cool art style. Um, there's a bit of hilarious dialogue between you and sort of your robot companion. Um, and so that was really fun to experience as well. And I feel like the demo, in stark comparison to the other demo that I talked about with Everdeep Aurora, this demo gave me a great sense of what this game is. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I'm definitely excited to see more. Well, I guess I will talk about uh, I would I, what, what I would assume would be like the last game of that section of that area. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, which is uh, the game that I was actually looking forward to play the most, which was uh, a game where, to be to be fair, I, I was I had a hard time um, pronouncing the name. It's Freaked Flea Pit. Freaked. Freaked Flea Pit, and Flea Pit is one word. Okay. Um, so it's uh, it's in development by uh, Finchbird Studio, um, and uh, it looks like they're based out of uh, looks like Russia, maybe. Um, and the game essentially is like a rhythm game. It's like a rhythm dating sim, mm. um, and also a bit of a dungeon crawler. Like a, so, essentially, everything you do in the game is tied to rhythm. So is this sort of like um, Necromant, was it? Sort of the Necromancer? Uh, so yeah, so kind of. I believe, okay. I, and to be fair, I haven't played it. Um, and okay. But from what I have seen of sort of the Necromancer, there's usually like a um, like a mini game kind of rhythm portion to it. Whereas mm -hmm. in this game, it, it, there isn't one. Um, mm -hmm. So the, the rhythm portion of the game is on the bottom. And so essentially okay. every time the beat hits, like you want to, you want to move, right? Like, so yeah. th that's how you get. Yeah. The, yeah. That's the, yeah. That's like sort of Necrodancer. Crypt of the Necrodancer. Okay. So yeah. Oh, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Yeah. 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 So with every beat, you're trying to move forward. And then you, if you run to enemies, you have to attack with the beat or you're going to get hit. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and so it has that aspect to it. And it also has waifus. Lots and, and it lots also has and lots of waifus. Uh, which, as you guys know, that's one of the my 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 love my love uh, in gaming is definitely the waifu. So there's literally every single character in this game is dateable, um, and they're all hot. Um, and they're all <laughs> hot. I love my. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the main point of the game is essentially you're trying to you're trying to get through the nine circles of hell uh, to make it out of hell. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's incredibly fun. Uh, I had a great time. Like I said, the characters are hot. Uh, the music is fire. They um, had that shit blaring through a speaker, and even though I didn't play it, I could hear the music, and I'm just like, this shit is bro, fire. That music is so fire. Like I, to be fair, I would play it just for the music aspect alone. Justin, uh, if you if you if by chance you you have it in front of you, could 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 you share with the class how to spell this waifu game? Because what? <laughs> oh, f uh, freaked. So F R E A K E D, flea pit. F L E A P I T. Got it. Interesting. For the class. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's so overall. Um, like I was able to play, or I was able to fight two of the bosses. 
Um, and it's cool because, like, essentially, depending on how fast the rhythm is, like, you can either attack slower, you can attack faster, uh, you can you can essentially jump. Uh, like, when you're fighting enemies, you can essentially jump panels to try to like match it to the beat, you know, to to try to get like that that really good hit in. And 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 even when the the monsters or the bosses get stunned, you essentially can just keep attacking to the beat. So if they're just That's sitting there, you can just like don't 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 don't, and like you're just hitting them every single time. It's it's so good, man. So uh, uh, that was definitely a game I'm really excited for, and I'm really uh, I'm really excited to um, to play it in the future. Nice. And I think this publisher is Critical Reflex because a couple of these games you guys are listing, I'm like these are. Uh no this oh you said well yeah it the, says publisher French, the, lost, the publisher Bird on the lost the publisher on the lost few I think that's the dev but the publisher I think oh, is okay. Critical Reflex and yeah. same with the last one was also Critical Reflex so I wonder where Phoenix Games comes that's in that's what I'm wondering as well that like, was the one um that was the table where like you saw the uh the like big muscular Toho waifus um no. it was a couple that was a uh, I think the Tokyo Indie Indie Show table over there. Yes, uh-huh, that was Phoenix. Uh, yeah, that was Phoenix. Yeah. 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 But that, that's also where we played all of these games. So yeah, like, that's what I'm, I'm saying. That's where all the games were. Yeah, they were oh, okay. like cuz that's why I'm just looking at them. I'm like Yeah, specifically I made like cuz remember when I was uh setting it up with Cam, I told him it was like Phoenix Studios was the Mm-hmm. And but they they had two sides, so I'm wondering if that's, both that's sides maybe. was them, oh, right? Because the, the side that we didn't play on had the sign that said Tokyo Game, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh. And then we walked around to the other side, and that's where we were playing our games. Yeah, interesting. So, so I don't know. Regardless, yeah. you guys. Regardless, had a good time. <laughs> yeah. Regardless, it was a great time. Yeah. Oh, you know what? I think actually the the Phoenix is probably the PR team. Like not the Maybe. publisher. Like how before we oh. we had like a, a, I'm trying to think like you what big booths right. we went to before where we yeah. weren't we were oh. we didn't get signed up by the I publisher. You yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm I'm guessing it probably was. But yeah, those those games four out of four were bangers. <laughs> nice, nice. Indeed, indeed. Also, I wish I could. Uh, w- both Justin and I just got a couple of seconds on another game there that was like this city builder. Oh. Um, damn so we played I I everything there <laughs> dude i i did i honestly i sat down to get ready to play it opened it and up then, and immediately got back up like i'm i'm right. sorry not like just no you, you know to be fair that you sat down after somebody who had already had progress in the demo right well no they, re- they uh, restarted it for me did they restart? Yeah, it for they you? restarted it for me. But because I know I sat down after you and I was completely lost. But bro, the, the the dude even said when he sat me down, he was like, "Good luck." <laughs> like no. <laughs> what I, hear, I wish I remember the name of that game because I hear they told me that was the standout hit at their booth at Gamescom in Germany. Oh wow, huh. was that that city builder game? Um, yeah, oh, no way. And the idea behind it was like it. They're like sky futuristic sky landscapes so almost like the jetsons where everything is elevated on these uh poles platforms in the sky so not only were you building things up you were also building things downward and outward so the concept of it was amazing i genuinely wish i remembered the name or even gotten more time with that but it's unfortunate uh it seemed fun like i myself am not into into city building games 
I tried that back in the day with uh, SimCity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I tried a few more moving forward. And I, I eventually make all the roads a loop and, and cause crashes. But <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Yeah. You know what's hella funny yeah. that I'm just realizing is I, I went to our email um, to look at the Phoenix uh, email that we got. <laughs> and I don't think that we played any of the games that we signed up no. for. Because none of those games that we played are on the email. We were supposed mm-hmm. to play a game That's called pa- Parry Nightmare. At. Remember Parry Nightmare? Yeah. We didn't play that. <laughs> Everything so I, was right on the dude, other side. Dude, I think of where we were on the were. other what? side. Yeah, wait, I'm just wait, realizing did that. Did you guys pull a me? Wait, no, but last that, year's dude, but that's, that's no way because I literally went up to him and was like, hey, I have an appointment. And they were like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't <laughs> think I Justin, think, I think, I think they just said, yeah. Me? Yeah. Because that, I, I remember that's the exact same Yo, thing we were just talking I, about I this in the this. episode before PAX. I went up to the wrong game because it was on the other side and I said I had an appointment. And they're all like, all right. Bro, <laughs> let, <laughs> let yeah. me skip a whole line. And it wasn't until Darren walked up and we walked away from it and we passed the other game. He's like, brother, I think that's where you were supposed to be. Because the buff waifus that you were talking about, Darren, they're on the email. Uh huh. <laughs> that's what, yeah. So you found a game with waifus anyway. <laughs> I think I, Justin might have been happier with these ones. To be fair, like, I think you're right. Like, <laughs> Damn, that's hella funny. No, but the, the, so the funny that thing was, me. no, because it, it's crazy. Like on a long no, tapestry dude, with a long table. It's thing. crazy because I literally was going there for the waifu Wait. game. So ended up playing we? a wife game and being like, oh, right yeah, this makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> this makes so sense. It might have been Critical Reflex. It was probably yeah, Critical, critical, critical reflex. reflex if I had to take okay. a guess. That's that, so that funny. Me. That'll help me find the name of the city builder easier, actually. Doc, I wow. literally spoke to, uh, I guess, whoever the developer was of the game, and he was, and, and when I told him I had an appointment, he was just like, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's All right. Well, damn. That sucks. Oh, that, oh my gosh. It was Critical you. Reflex. It was? Yes. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. Well, complex city or complex guy. There it is. That's a lot. Okay. Yeah, so, it, that was yeah. a lot. Yeah. Complex guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that game actually seemed like conceptually it was fun. Bed to kiss. All That's right, really funny. <laughs> let's see. Anything else on the show floor for you guys? Because I think the only last thing. To really talk about on my end is Mahario. Yeah, I was going to say the big N. I was going to say uh, I got to play more Tekken. Uh, yeah. I, I always love playing Tekken. J- uh, Darren beat me. Uh, best um, best, two best out of three. three. Oh, so you guys got to stay on for a little while longer this time? Yeah, yeah. It was we- more of like... No, <laughs> what it was for me is I would see what what stood out was the cosplayers who were there, right? Uh-huh. I saw a Lily stay there for eight matches, and that's when I was like, I ain't moving. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't moving. You, no, it was good. What really got me, more. though, was one match I did, um, this guy, like, he quit halfway through the match. I guess he was there with some other people, and they had already walked off. Oh, okay. So he quit halfway through. So I just went over to another brother who was watching his friends fight, tapped him on the shoulder and said, grab the sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and we finished out that the rest of that match. And the lady tried to move us. So I was like, no, 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 no. My homie, I, my, the dude I was playing against 
walked off. <laughs> I need my matchup. <laughs> uh, ruined that guy and got a, got us a new follower. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I finally getting hands on Huarong. Um, some of my fears were confirmed, but some of them were quelled. <laughs> right. So he is a bit stiffer. I was right. He's stiff in this game. But um, it works to his advantage because he's quicker. Yeah, and, he is. And, oh, my God. He, yeah, you were a lot of things I was doing. I was able to get in while fighting Justin. Like, your quick movements. Like, bro, I tried heat rushing you so many times. And you just, <laughs> like, just smacked me in the face. And I'm like, fuck. Is it like you said but, where you said he's starting to feel more like, uh, what's his name? Bake. 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 There are certain moves. Like, one move I did where I gasped. Not because it was cool, but because it was Bake's move and he didn't have it before. Mm. Like, there are certain things he's doing where canonically he's learning. Mm-hmm. Like, I forgot, I think it was Tekken 5. At the end of Tekken 5, Bek grabs Huarong by the ear and says, you're going back to training. Mm-hmm. And ever since that moment, he's been getting progressively more dangerous with each game. Uh, and, and not just in a, oh, we're going to give him cool new shit, but it makes sense. He's doing what his master taught him to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's awesome. I also got to play with Jin, who <laughs> man, I, I'm, I'm going to hate every Absolutely. single Jin player. Absolutely. Oh, so you mean Lux? Oh, so you mean Spider? <laughs> oh, no, you some threats we already have, dear God. Yeah, that um, was nasty. King, uh, King has armor no now. He has King armor no into a chunk. run. Boof. Let me tell you how afraid of that armor I was. I was so afraid of that armor that I threw everything I had. Dog, you hit me like five, six times before I ended up getting out of it to run towards you. (laughs) I treated it like it was Street Fighter VI. I thought I was going to knock him out of that that stance. Mm -mm. King just stood there, flexes, and eats every single one of them. But the cool thing about that is, even though... I was Even though I managed to use it to my advantage because I came back, if you had just taken over the match, you would have gained all of that back. Yep. Yeah, um, I would have been able to eat all that back that with right. the, that get back mechanic. But overall, like, I love King. I I love the way he plays. <laughs> I love oh, what they've. It, there's like little things I picked up on that's changed about him, but nothing has made me go. This isn't working. Like, no, there has been a couple things where, like you said, Deontay, there's certain moves that you would get a little bit of a bounce to keep the combo going, and that no longer takes place. Yeah. And so I'm just like, okay, I'll, bro, I was trying to hit you with, like, the the rising, like, two, where, he, like, he sla- like, he just slaps the um, uh, slaps two times, and that would give me just enough to run in and get the air grab. But I, I, was, I was trying, but I just yeah, need more time. I just need it. They give it, right? Absolutely. It's like, I I tried to do my go-to combo, which I could not do in this game because, like Darren said, uh, the bounce was taken away from the end of one of my moves. So while I would launch you in the air, i do a quick little one-two and maybe a um, forward four or a back three, depending on how I'm feeling. Um, I would run in with my forward forward four mm-hmm. and that would be that that front kick 
but you had gotten just enough bounce after landing for me to hit that. Mm-hmm. In this game, I whiff that. <laughs> and, it, and unless I'm catching you on a quick wake up, I'm going to whiff it. Mm-hmm. So just fucking around and um, messing with the buttons and stuff, I found another combo. <laughs> this brand new combo. Bro, you that, hit me with that run in. I was like, hey, 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 oh, that's new. The fuck is that? <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Ow. It's like I can hit my regular setup with my my launch and my one two, but the kicks were changed up a little bit. I was going for a completely different move, which I which was like a secondary go to. That move has been replaced. And something amazing happened where I swooped Darren back up into the air and kicked him a few times and launched him across the screen. And I was like, yo, <laughs> y'all are in trouble. <laughs> I can't wait for this game, bro. Me either. That I really cannot just, wait. That lit the fire under me. And I came away from that like, I, I don't even, I don't think I want to play seven. <laughs> Dog, when we, after our, after our uh, two... Our two to one, as I'm walking away, I was like, I do not want to play seven no more, dog. I the one don't. thing I will say about this build, and I'm pretty sure it's just specifically this demo build, uh, the frame rate and the character selection screen was, was disgusting. It was so bad. It was A-S. disgusting. It was so bad. A-S. The one, <laughs> me and Justin hopped on. I was like, oh, it feels... De-. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> like, once we got into the He was the like, fight, you were saying. <laughs> but the, the, the character selection screen itself, was, Yeah, it's yeah, great. Fight in game, but also amazing. fuck both of you. <laughs> I didn't lose. I didn't win an entire round that entire time we were playing Tekken. To be fair, the only time I lost was against Darren. I yeah, I got to see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Everybody else, but it was pretty much neck and neck though. It was. Oh, absolutely. Like it, there we, was when I was fighting Justin, there were some matches where I let him beat me because I was like, I want to stay on more. <laughs> I'm just like, you could have died, but just go on. Just go Justin's, Justin's face. I won't say I necessarily let anybody beat me, but I danced around using Balrog. Like, I just used other people. So Use it as fuel, fight brother. Where I used Brian. There's a fight where I used, like I said, I used Jin. Um, Ow. I think I used Jack. Oh, I didn't use Jack at all, yeah. But I was just, like, goofing off pretty much with some fights. And yeah. then I made sure always to turn to the person and apologize right before I picked Huarong. Because you aren't, you aren't going to touch me. Uh-huh. Just be like, oh, okay, we're having fun. Now I'm going to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. This was a live-action Smurf. No. <laughs> that reminds me of there was this this one time at the arcade. I told Justin, hey, third strike's open on the other side. He's like, is there someone playing already? I'm like, yeah, someone sat down. So Justin goes over there. As soon as he sits down, the guy says, I just want to let you know, this is my first time playing for Third Strike ever. And Justin, and ju- and Justin, and Justin's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Before he even starts playing, the guy's like, no, it's okay. And Justin's like, no, I'm it's sorry. Really, it's really not Bro, okay. I, you have no idea what's about to happen to I, you right I now. I was profusely apologizing. Because like, the guy, like, I felt... Dude, I, I, this is going to sound horrible, but when he left the cabinet, his eyes were dead. Like, there was nothing left. Like, like I felt bad. Why did you, you destroy that young boy's soul? Why did you do that? Bro, there was no way for me to know that the person on the other side of this cabinet was a first-timer. There was no on, way. On that note, I want to say I 
I do think it's a good thing that Tekken has that uh, easy combo system that they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I was Cam playing was beating against, my ass with that. I was, <laughs> I was playing against a couple people, and they weren't. They were like brand new Tekken players. Yeah. But I found myself not having to hold back because you know when you're at a certain level and you have to like not immediately Nerf mangle yourself. the person, uh-huh. or even if you do immediately mangle the person, it comes to a level where it's not fun. Yeah. This kept it fun for me, mm-hmm. right? Because they're someone legitimately juggled me. Mm-hmm. Off oh, of this. That's what I was saying and when I was, I was fighting like, him. I was like, he was playing as Jin. He was playing. I think he played as Leroy at one point. But he was, I'm bro. I'm flipping through the air. He's picking me up off the ground. I'm like, God, God. right? Hey, hey, Cam. When when all this take place? And then after Justin had talked about, I was like, that's why he was beating my ass. So that <laughs> mode was just like pre-selected. At- no, so, so you hit um L one, and yeah, you can L1 turn it activates off. It. Oh, so it's it, like you can having... activate it on the fly too, so you can turn it on and off like right there in gameplay. It's like modern and classic mode, but in game mm-hmm. you yeah. can turn and it. If on. you can turn on modern and classic mode, or if you can switch between the two on the fly, that's what this is. Got it. And, and t- so imagine <laughs> how dangerous that is for somebody who learns how to properly mix the two. Oh yeah, that's rude. That actually sounds kind of rude. Uh, to be fair, I was able to get my my vengeance on both Ken, er, uh, Darren and Deontay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so they had uh, Street Fighter Six in uh, the arcades, and I I'm just sitting here. First off, he already beats the hell out of me when I'm using a controller where I'm comfortable. I'm over here using sticks. And all I'm saying to myself, I'm mumbling. I don't even know if you heard me. He's like, I can't use sticks. Yeah. I, I can't use sticks. So he just demolishes me. And I, I didn't even do a second round. I just got up. And the dude, I don't know how well he did. Dude came in next. He's like, I play with sticks. And he sat down. Oh, no, I beat his ass. What character, see, what, see, what just- character does he play as? Not the Jamie dude. You and the Jamie no, dude had some No, really me and the Jamie sets. dude. Wait, no, we were going. No, that, that, that was the Jamie dude. Oh, it was? Oh, he was, oh he yes. Down Bro, nasty. we were going head to head. I was, okay, yeah. I was he a was big man. He was ready. I think he was analyzing you whooping me. Yeah. So he already kind of knew what to expect coming in. No, that, See, those were good fights, though. Justin's bitch ass. <laughs> so he calls me. So this is when we're in the tabletop area, Deontay. I'm in line waiting to get some. Justin calls me upstairs now there's an arcade oh i'm like okay all right cool i I get out of line because i hadn't really moved yet and hit up deontay i was like hey upstairs arcade i go in see him on the sticks for street fighter six i sit down he beats my ass twice i look around the rest of the arcade i was like okay and i just left i went back downstairs no hold on hold on he called (laughs) he calls me as i'm almost uh done um doing what i'm doing and he's like where'd you go Oh, I went back to the thing that you interrupted so I can get my ass beat. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry. But I was just like, yeah, I was like, I deal with this at home. I don't need to deal with this here. I was doing something, sir. Bye. Click. You missed you missed the part where he tried to shake your hand afterwards and you slapped his hand away. I did. I did. I said, no GGs. No GGs. I already knew what the rundown was. Like, I showed up. Justin's. The six was open. I saw Justin sit down for six, and I was all like, "Let's get this over with." Exactly. That's I all. See I these like, rhythm well. games over here. Let me get my bruises and then go have some actual fun. <laughs> like, <laughs> and 
It's like, just like in World. It's just like in the arcade hub. It's in the battle hub. Look at Justin sitting down at that arcade cabinet. Sits down. Well, yeah, well, <laughs> it's obligatory ass beating, and then I'm gonna go, get up and then try to actually have fun over here. Yep. The only difference is I didn't talk myself into doing rank matches and then eventually getting mad and quietly log off. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that's every <laughs> Sunday streets for me. Uh huh. Justin be like, hey, point, just like, hey, Darren, where'd you go? Man, I've been on Armor Core for ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. At a certain point, like, what happened? I did some rank matches and I got mad. They just, they just, <laughs> they just be leaving me, man. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You suck. <laughs> you find somebody else to beat on. Oh, right, well, I want to beat on my friends. No. <laughs> oh God. All right, and so um, last thing of the day for the most part, um, the big in. So me and Cam got a chance to check out Nintendo Live. Shouts outs, George, you fucking rock star, you. We appreciate you, sir. Thank. You. It was so good seeing you, you after after so long with Chance Encounters. Uh, got us into Nintendo Live, so we got to check it check that out. The most Nintendo event ever, and Absolutely it was that, that is the this was family time for sure, for sure. Like, but it it was, it was very Nintendo in like, in when I say the Nintendo way and also just a family wholesome way. Yeah. Both ways. Like (laughs) we, 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 we had to go through three lines and then get escorted by somebody that was working Nintendo live to even make it to the front of where the entrance were. We had to get escorted down an escalator and then eventually reached the entrance. It was the most ridiculous thing, but inside beautiful nintendo nintendo everywhere (laughs) yeah they had it sounds beautiful it was bro it was was like once we got inside because um it was the entrance um of when we came last year Mm -hmm. like that area was how you got in but it was just the most rigmarole ass way to get there (laughs) but um overall though no they had displays for everything there's smash brothers sets up you see the minato from um from Xenoblade, you see Bayonetta's weapons, you see the Master Sword, you see the giant sandbag, um, entire, like, the Pokemon, there was, like, a spread of, like, the Pokemon timeline, um, you saw the, the full, uh, Smash Ultimate poster, they had Animal Crossing set up, Link was over there, it was, Switch, they had Switches set up, so everybody could play Switch, um, on these, like, little beanbag chairs, so they had, like, a row of Switches set up that you could just play. The Super Mario um, Wonder display was just massive, massive, massive. Everything it was, it was, it was nice to see. It was nice to be there. A big, a good energy, but also lines for days, dude. That I was people not were to waiting be a part of. in ninety minutes to take a picture. I'm sorry, <laughs> not I, not I, not I. <laughs> they have the Kirby, they... Kirby set up too. You walk through Kirby's mouth. And then once you get yep. through Kirby's mouth, there's more Kirby. Um, so that was cool as well. Yes, but uh, thankfully, we got to talk to talk to um, the right people and was able to play Super Mario Wonder. Um, Cameron, that game's going to be fun. It's very fun. It's very um, fun. It's ridiculous. I like the art style shift. It is. It's like I knew that the art style was a little bit different, but like once you kind of really get the chance to see it. Mm-hmm. The like little squishy little Mario. I'm like, it's adorable. <laughs> so we're playing this together, right? Hell yes. yeah, Hell absolutely. Yeah. Um, 
the new powers we got a chance we got to be the elephant mario um which as you walk through water you're able to shoot the water out um to defeat enemies and also water plants that that will give you coins and stuff like that oh my gosh i saw the video of poor yoshi carrying a uh, elephant peach oh <laughs> he looked like he was struggling so hard yeah um... it's funny because the animation changed animations change depending on what form you're in so if you are the elephant uh trying to get through the pipes you see they first oh. get stuck and then crawl their way through <laughs> which doesn't happen <laughs> if you're just in regular like in your regular form mm-hmm. they do the thing now i think um at one point we had gone through the pipe but then we had like had to grab our hats oh yep. mm-hmm. yeah 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 um there's also like a drill like a drill power now we're able to drill underground or um this one Into stage we were under it was like one well. of the like an underground stage um where there's crystals everywhere and so you can either jump into the crystals or ground pound or just use the drill to get underneath um underneath all of it to get different items and all that um the wonder seeds mechanic is weird and trippy it changes depending on the level mm-hmm. um, a, a lot of the ones that we played it was like a mad rush to get to the end before essentially like the level caught up to us especially like the last one so we luckily i think i had the drill mechanic but we had to we had to keep drilling underground before uh the stage came down on us right and then eventually you get to the bottom and you have to get the seed and once you get the seed it sort of ends the that mode and you go back to the regular mode but um, it added a different element to it. Um, also, the camera follows whoever is player one as well. So if you're player one, you have to Y'all make sure not to. Up. Yeah, you have to make sure not to leave someone behind. <laughs> um, and then also, there's um, there's this new badge system that they put in the game. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of different badges that you can unlock that kind of just change up gameplay as a whole. So like essentially, when we were first playing, like if you jump and you um, you hold the jump button um they were able to use their caps as uh as like parachutes so like little hang gliders to kind of stay in the air longer or there was this other um floating high jump so when you jump you're able to kind of do luigi's flutter but it's with whatever character or if you hold down um before you jump you'll do a super jump like little so things you like finally that. taught everybody else how to do the move right <laughs> But no, um, like it's so different for a Mario game to be adding just little intricate things like that. Also, a couple of the characters, I, I can't remember which ones they were. You might remember, Darren, but if you play as them, it's like playing the game on easy mode. So, so it was Yoshi's and uh, Nabbit's are pretty much uh, changing up the game. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, but they can, but also they lose some features. So like they can't. Um, I believe they can't die or something like that, yeah. but they can't get some of the ability. They can't get the abilities either. So it's, uh, do you want to play it's the like game with all the abilities included, or do you want easy mode for the most part? So it was super cool that they had that option as well. Um, mm-hmm. We got to play for around fifteen minutes. Um, I think those fifteen minutes were enough to for us to be like, yeah, this is this is fun. Mm-hmm. Um, there was one point where we had hit one of the. Um, like one of the special vines that takes you to another um, upper level um, just to run through real quick or um, on some of the platforms, you know, underground levels, you see the line of bricks and then you can go above them and just completely skip areas to have done all that. I was just like, mm, this good Mario goodness. <laughs> 
but no, it's overall Super Mario Wonder, another another Nintendo banger for another sure. Another banger for Nintendo for real. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy how there were so many lines for everything else, and um, granted, even though we were able to bypass uh, and just get a chance to try the demo, um, it seemed like the Wonder line was shorter than everything else. Yeah, I feel that's because everybody probably played that right away. Also, they had a, quite a lot of stations up, and if the demo was like 15 minutes, again, it's mm-hmm. sort of in that sweet spot where it's not too long, so you're able to keep the line moving. But yeah, yeah, those photo op lines were insane. But it, they were they were cool though. Um. <clears throat> and also, next time we know is uh, yeah, Justin and I in our adventure trying to get in there. We figured out if we probably did that, I don't know, an hour earlier, we would have been good. Possibly, yeah. Because I know David mm-hmm. ended up getting in the next day as well. Yep, I saw that. I so, saw, hey, it's all good. But overall, hey, well, my main goal there was Mario. Yeah, the, my main goal we, was to play Mario. And yay. We we know, I platform. Yes, you do. You so you would the, the, yeah you're gonna the you're debate gonna really like the this real game. question is do we let me be player one or nah because <laughs> nah. that playing catch up is gonna be nasty <laughs> yeah nah <laughs> there was there was a way to other. switch up the camera as well I forget how he said but because I asked is it just player one and he said he said yes but then oh a, no so um. It whoever has the crown is it will be That's considered player one. Is. So yeah. pretty much whoever. So at the end of the stage, whoever gets the the pull first, they they're the one who takes the crown. Okay. Also, mm-hmm. not so. neither one of you are allowed to be leader. <laughs> neither you, neither you, Deontay or Darren, because I just feel like that's just going to give y'all reason to be toxic. So no, not at all, not at all. And, and, and Darren's laughing right now because he knows I'm Fair. right. It won't be intentional because I, because I lie. promise you, when that me and Cameron lie. were playing, I was in no shape or form trying to do that. I was just kind of yes. just, just yes. going through it. Yes. That's because you were trying the game out. When now, when you have an opportunity to be toxic for like no reason whatsoever, but you. <laughs> think it's hilarious yep that part (laughs) that part yahoo it's it's me yeah oh you can't triple jump (laughs) (laughs) this man see do you see how how nice this man tried to make himself i'm not gonna do that i didn't do it (laughs) not essentially maybe later on that's entirely i I wouldn't even try to lie about it thank you at least you're honest i i was pulling gold in the ninja speed runs on mario maker so the thing is, though, is if they leave you, you die, right? Like, because I took every time you would do that, and I you have to like float, a ghost you float and you have back to float. No, I was about to say, you don't die, you, or they have to do the bubble mechanic, right? You're a ghost now. You're a ghost. Oh, a, you're a little ghost. And so if you don't catch it, um, so you have about eight to nine seconds. Um, but if you don't, then you just. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> but then you, but then you, yeah, off screen. Yeah, you two are yeah. toxic. Yeah, you two are going to be toxic. See, as so I wonder I how that's going to be in um, with four people to manage rather than just two. Oh, it's chaotic. Okay, so um, yeah, I know the exact situation and how I'd be toxic and why. <laughs> Let them die so we can pass this part. We can bring them back later. This is true. <laughs> See, horrible. Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. You're struggling. I'm going. I want to play <laughs> Durin. Of course. I mean, to be fair, we kind of had a moment like that when we were playing Ghost of Tsushima. Where 
It's not like, let them fall. We can bring them back if we touch this last part. I know, but, rem- but remember also what wound up happening. It, like, essentially, if that person, if the person falls, we're stuck there. Yeah, that's what <laughs> would happened. And we all had to jump off. We found off. out we needed them at the gate. Everyone Bro, has to make it. We didn't have that revive cleared until the next point. Right. You're right. Everyone had to make it. What a special time for that raid. What a special right. time. Right, that was so good. And we're like, oh, okay, we're almost done. Oh, this is the first part. Dude, the oh, fact so that cool. we thought we were almost done. Oh, no. Jesus. I feel like four players are eating again between this, Sonic Superstars, right. um, Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. Foam Stars is four, are, right? Foam Stars, yeah. yep. Oh, yeah, Foam Stars. Foam Stars is Extremely four, powerful four capybaras. That looks amazing, Extremely by the way. Oh, bro, it's so colorful and whimsical. I love it's, it. I can't wait for that one. It's amazing. My Singing Monsters yeah. was also four. That's true. That's cute. <laughs> 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 That's cute. Four levers. Right. Four levers. And then, yeah, but that was a that was a final day of PAX. Um, anything else, gentlemen? Um... I feel like it's customary. We do this when we recognize the passing of uh, people. Um, Steve oh, yeah. Harbaugh <laughs> from uh, Smash Mouth, our lead singer of Smash Mouth, oh, yeah. passed away uh, while we were over at yeah. PAX of uh, liver failure. Mm. Yes, he was uh, battling with uh, alcoholism and uh, other things, uh, other just general sicknesses. So... Uh, we lost our all-star. Beat me to but, it. Uh, you know, that's a part. That song alone, whether you recognize it from Shrek or whether you're a nerd like me and know it came from Mystery Men, um, that's all a big part of our heart. So hats off to him and uh, blessings and uh, condolences to his family. Only shooting stars, man. I'm very, I'm very happy to at least say that I have had a chance to see Smash Mouth at least once live. Oh, nice! Shout out, kind of funny for making that happen. That was wild. Um, but yeah, but overall, gentlemen, just as a closing statements, good shit. Yeah, fuck good yeah, shit. You guys. Congratulations mm-hmm. to another successful Pax West. Holy shit, am I tired? But every time we go out to, to things like this, especially as a group, fucking. Good, good, good job, team. Good <laughs> motherfucking job. So, like, meeting new people, um, meeting people we've met before, and just like solidifying the relationship that we have with them. Like, just, just the overall atmosphere of PAX has always, like, since we've been going there, you know, ha- has been phenomenal. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed to each and every person that we have met over this past weekend whether it be rekindling friendships meeting and hanging out for the first time all the developers we had a chance to (laughs) with the b Um, (laughs) shout out to all the developers that we talked to who are passionate about these amazing games that you guys are creating once again we know this shit is hard and can't even imagine all the time and energy you guys have put into making making these these dreams are reality and making it for us to try out and just experience your passion project. So thank you all. Thank you for the interactions and thank you for your kindness of each and every one of you. Um, And with that being said, 
thank you as always. Remember, you can follow us anywhere at Rusty Rupees or Rusty Rupees with two Y's on Twitter, X or Ho as things because Elon a ho. Ho. Oh. So, so ho. Remember, you can follow me anywhere at XX Shadow Okami, XX, Justin. Ronin's your 23. Deontay. 13 cross, spell it out, don't be lazy. And Cameron. Fly Richie, i.e. no why, hashtag Indie Watch. And shout out Indies, man. <laughs> Dude, I was, th- I was just thinking of that. I'm about to like, your Indie Watch about to go brazy, my boy. Brazy. Jeez. Shouts out. And remember, once again, um, as of today, two weeks from now, Kickstarter going up for Lucid. Mm. Shouts support. out once again. Please support an amazing creator with an amazing game on the way. And with that being said, as always, stay rusty, everybody. Okay, bye. Stay rusty. Adios.